You're listening to the SEV Connected Podcast with my mom, Kelly O'Keefe. Welcome to SCV Connected. SCV Connected is a brand new podcast with a mission to connect all of us who call Santa Clarita home, featuring small and local businesses while celebrating those doing meaningful and impactful work. SCV Connected is an opportunity to discover resources, people, and incredible stories right here in our backyard. I'm Kelly Oki. Santa Clarita local for most of my life. I'm a wife and a mom to two young girls with a deep curiosity for those unfiltered and untold stories all around us. Stories that help us understand and connect with each other on a deeper level, creating a true sense of belonging. Connection, unity, and togetherness. We all long for it. SCB Connected is dedicated to making it happen one story at a time. Kind of just wanted an adventure and to see something different. And so we went, we up and moved. Actually, we kept our house here. Um, so that helped to come back. Nice. So we had a condo here and we rented that out. And then we went to Texas. Um, I was a budget analyst for the city of Austin. And then my husband worked in He's a city planner, so he worked in for the city planning for city of Austin. And I always love numbers, and I always joke I'm better with numbers than people. How funny! <laughs> I'm like yeah. I'm not really the most outgoing person. Like I can be if I have to, but yeah. I, it takes a lot out of me. You know, that's funny. Um, so we went and just we bought a house um, outside of a little city called Cedar Park, right okay. outside of Austin. Loved really? Texas. I loved my job. We, um, it just family really just kind of pulled us back um, okay. back here. And we've never regretted moving back either. Really? You know, it's, it's, it's hard. Like there's different pros and cons to everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, things are definitely cheaper in Texas. Um, right. But I think people, being the numbers person I am, people I think see the price of housing specifically and they're like, oh, cool. I can go get this amazing house for X amount of dollars. Yep. Let's go. Yeah. Well, property taxes are significantly higher, um, okay. at least in the Austin area than they are, the percentage wise than they are in L.A., which is shocking. Yeah, we that's paying su- the same property taxes, even though, because um, we had a house in Texas and a house here, and it was essentially the same amount each month. Oh my god! There gosh. it's like three and a half percent, and here it's one point one percent or whatever of your value. You know. So when you came back, did you have a different appreciation sure. for Santa Clarita? For sure. Oh. And for me, it's always just felt like home. We moved when I was in second grade. We moved out here. We used to live in the valley, you know, San Fernando Valley. Mm-hmm. So. It's just, and same with my husband, it's just, it's just home. I and mean, it's a fantastic place to raise your kids. It is. Um, we have fantastic schools, um, you know, amenities. You, our family's really big into sports. We've got all kinds of sports going on with our kids. So you can't, I was just talking to a friend yesterday and we were talking about how many professional athletes have come out of this valley. Like if your kids are into sports and they want to play high school or potentially college or something, this is kind of the, one of the best places to be. Right. So coming back here, um, we've, we've been back Gosh, we moved back like 10, 12 years ago, something like that. It's been a long time. And then you decided, is this when In so, Control Financing so, started? Yeah. Creating um, In Control Financial Consulting came from me loving to loving finance. I just love numbers in Excel. Like I literally you? love just, Excel. That's so funny. And even like I do QuickBooks and all of that yeah. stuff, but I prefer Excel. Um, like for so my personal funny. finances, our family finances, my business finances, I don't bother with QuickBooks. That's it's funny. totally old school. And I feel like I have so much more control over it. 
Okay. Probably need to see a therapist for that because <laughs> I know so I have funny. control issues. Um, oh my gosh. So we do the whole Dave Ramsey. Where, yes. Like I love listening yes, to Dave Ramsey's absolutely. podcast. And yeah. so you'd be like the nerd and I'm yes. more like the free spirit. Yes. I love Dave Ramsey too. And some of – I've taken how I work with clients, I work with families, individuals, mm-hmm. and also with small business owners. I've taken kind of what I've learned over the years in my professional life, stuff from Dave Ramsey. I'm a really big um, – some people might know it's called profit first, but essentially as if you're a small business owner, we are taught that it's you take your sales. So whatever income comes in, mm-hmm. you minus all your expenses and then what's ever left over can go to you. <laughs> Rice and beans for the first Rice couple of years. Rice and beans. <laughs> and it could be, and that's, it can make it very challenging to live a secure life mm-hmm. that way um, or secure, you know, financially secure. The profit first method, if you break it really down, it's a different way of, it's a budgeting tool and it's a different way of thinking about it. You take your income, you subtract your profit, and that's what's left, you have left over for expenses. And when I say expenses, I mean taxes and staff and inventory, whatever your business is. Now, you can't just say, oh, you know, my business makes $250,000 a year. I'm taking 175 of it. Right. And I'm expecting myself to, you know, go, you know, run this business on 75. On interns. That's probably not. (laughs) So there's a whole, it's, it can be kind of overwhelming to get it started. But once you do, it's incredibly freeing. Um, And it's, it's literally just a budgeting tool. And like if I could tell anybody anything about finances, it is budget. So what are yes. common mistakes that so we're making? The biggest, and you've touched on a number of things that are totally common and natural to feel. Okay. And I... So when I come to you, I'm not getting shamed. I'm not... Absolutely not. And I okay. was just going to say that. Like I I know I can come across sounding like an authority on this subject, but no, I... No, you're passionate. And yes, I love it. I can sense it. Yes, I love it. Um, And I, I absolutely 100% live the way I preach. Okay. Um, my husband and I, other than our mortgage and my new car, <laughs> that we have zero debt. Um, nice. We had a little bit, to be honest, we had a little bit of um, business debt, mm-hmm. um, but that has, I paid all of that off. That was my goal in 2020 wow. to have zero. We don't, we haven't had personal debt, like real debt in a few years. That's um, awesome. We've made it a huge priority. It. Um, we've never, to be honest, we're not both of us are not giant spenders, mm-hmm. so that helps. Because right. um, I am very aware I've worked with enough people, I know enough people that generally there's a spender and maybe, like you said, yeah. you know, the nerd, the free yeah. spirit, whatever. Um, and the, so my husband and I have been rather lucky. Like he's just not really a spender. And I want to say too, it's like not everybody's in a situation where it's like, oh, just budget yourself and you'll be fine. Some people especially with COVID, are going through a really hard time right. where that, the income's just not there. Like it's, that's a different, to me, that's kind of a different situation than just the typical, you know, how do I control my finances? And that's why I named my business In Control Financial Consulting nice. is gaining control of it. It is overwhelming and can kind of like freak you out. For sure. But like where do I start? Time, and I don't right. even want to look at the car crash. Like, yeah, I don't want to open yeah. it. <laughs> you do and you get in there, you figure out like really, what am I spending? What do I need? What is like, people will be like, I don't even know where it goes. I make X amount of money and I feel like I should be living a lot larger than I am. I don't even know where it goes. And then you sit down and you look at it and you're like, well, this is where it's going. You're literally spending a thousand dollars a month on Starbucks, like whatever it may be. And it can be kind of, I mean, finances are very closely tied into our behavioral, Mm -hmm. you know, emotions, comparing ourselves, especially with, like you mentioned, social media, that sort of thing. It it's a process. It can. It's not just sitting down and looking at your numbers. So okay. somebody has to be ready. I've worked with clients before where 
we've worked through it for a few months and then, you know, we've decided like, oh, okay, this is your budget. I, you know, we work through it for a few months. I kind of hold them accountable for a while. And then I find out that they go and spend, you know, $20,000 on some trip that I know, <laughs> like we just discussed. They go, oh, well, I made that mistake. How do I get back out of it? And you can always get out of it. You okay. can. Um, but it's, it's really, <laughs> the big thing is learning to not pay attention to what other people are doing. Right. Um, and that's so super hard, hard right now. I mean, and that's uh, even for me, like, uh, you know, I'll be like, oh, man, like, I wish I could go on a better trip <laughs> or whatever. But yeah. then I know that I don't have the stress of figuring out how to pay for that trip. Oh, for sure. Or whatever it may be. And so and then the other thing too, on the flip side is when you budget your life the best you can, um, I have very little fear, very little guilt when I go spend money on my Starbucks, if I want to budget my Starbucks in and I'm going to spend $5 a day on it, right. if it's budgeted and I can, my budget, you know, balances out, then I'm not worried about spending that Starbucks money. I'm not worried about getting my hair done every however often. If you budget it in, you're not worried about, um, can I make my mortgage or how am I going to pay those balances, those minimum balances on my credit cards? Right. This, every, life's hard, right? Mm -hmm. So oh, for sure. just like we talk, you know, people talk about, you know, Working out and being, you know, watching what you eat, that sort of stuff, that's hard. But feeling yucky and kind of maybe not being in the best health is hard too. Mm -hmm. So which one are you going to choose? Same right. with finances and your, you know, financial life. That's so true. Yeah, it, budgeting is hard. It's you have hard, to say but no. then you can't be as impulsive. Mm -hmm. You have to wait for the vacation versus mm -hmm. just going and doing it now. But then you don't have to. When you go on that vacation, it's a true vacation because you're not so worried about it. You're not worried about every dollar you spend or you're not you don't maybe you're not worrying about it when you're on a vacation but when you come back and you see that credit card bill and go oh yikes like what how am i going to do that right you know um that doesn't feel good and that to me steals the joy from it for um, sure and budgeting does not mean like you're going without it doesn't mean you're restricting yourself it doesn't mean you're punishing yourself you're actually rewarding yourself you're telling your your money where it's going rather than just leaving living reactionary right um you're telling it where to go and you're telling really yourself, but your money, what you're going to do with it each month. Um, and in my opinion, there should be a separate budget for every single month. Um, my expenses in December, just like I'm sure yours, aren't you a December birthday I am, too? yeah. I'm I just a December, remember that. It gets really expensive in this house. Two and of, I have two a daughter. Of, <laughs> two of my kids have December birthdays. Oh, and then yeah. you've got the holidays and, you know, whatever else. Right. Um, December's a lot different than June for me, you know? Right. Um, we have a ton. We spend a lot of money on sports um, each month uh, for our kids, which right now is a priority for us. I'm okay. My trips are, you know, baseball tournaments, maybe. Right. <laughs> I'd right. rather it not sometimes, <laughs> but this is the season of life we're in. And this is what my husband and I are choosing. Not everybody would choose that lifestyle. And that's fine. But I also know that if we're going to be spending X amount on sports each month, that money probably is not going to be available for something else. Right. So you have to look at your bottom line. How much do I have each month? Mm -hmm. So the way I look at it, you take your expenses out and then whatever's left over, that's your spending money and you need to budget your spending money. So your extra money, whether... So what happens when things come up that you're, you get invited mid-month to something mm -hmm. and you're like, shoot, I didn't put it on the budget for that month. Right. So generally i try to have a miscellaneous okay. category so however x amount of money each month is just left over for whatever could come up now if you don't have any left over and you decide hey you know what i really want to do this girls weekend or whatever right. 
then that's it's on you. I mean, it's your money. It's your, on you to decide. Maybe you take a little bit of money out of, you have some money saved away for trips and you take that money and use it for your girl's trip. Or maybe you you have money next month budgeted that you have to use this month. So you can use it this month, but then you need to zero out that category next month. Okay. It's, and I do it on Excel, shocking, but I set it up for my clients is everything ties in together. So if you take a zero, you zero something out, it like fixes the whole thing. As long as you don't take my rows and columns out, (laughs) we're okay. (laughs) I literally sit with my budget at least once a week because I'm constantly spending money as a mom. I'm the main spender, you know? And so sitting with it, and working with your budget once a week, it doesn't have to be for hours. It can just be 10 minutes once a week. Kind of make sure that all of your expenses are correct and on your credit card or debit card or whatever, and then work with it to make sure you're not totally over budget anywhere. And so are you giving kinda... me the tools or am mm-hmm. I giving you access to my accounts? And So I do it both ways. Okay. And it depends on how the client wants to set it up. Okay. If you want to do it where you just, you know what, I want, I need you to teach me how to do it. Right. Set me up, and then I'm going to go with it. That's, okay. I usually work with clients for about three or four months with in that way, where we sit down, I go through their expenses, you know, all of that with them. We figure out, you know, set up a budget for the next three months, and we kind of will meet um, periodically to kind of go over it and how's it working, so that hopefully by the end of our time together, they feel comfortable moving forward and doing it on their own. Okay. Other clients, and this is specifically small business owners, but I have some other clients too that specifically like realtors to that sort of thing where I will manage their finances for them or with them. And so it's kind of every month we're working together. I'm really doing it and kind of notifying them of it. Okay. But they also have to be very involved because they need to know kind of what their budget is and that sort of stuff. So So what do you say to like also like the young family that's like, I want to go vacation. The kids are young. Yeah. And life is about making memories. You don't know what tomorrow will bring. Right. How do you justify like the having fun right. versus the reality of yeah. the bottom line? So, and again, like I, I totally understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we we live there too. It's the same thing. I t- believe though, you can you can make memories that you can afford. Mm, so um, good. And if you really want to do like a Disney World trip after COVID or whatever, save for it for a little bit. Right. You, you have to it's going to be more enjoyable. And you're also teaching your kids. Like my kids are oh, very sure. involved. I mean, our older two are even starting to, you know, learn like, you know, the the joy that comes from doing something when you know you truly can afford it. Right. You're not afraid of it. You're not worried about it. You're not stressed out later. Because if you go take a $10,000 trip on credit cards, that $10,000 $10, trip will end up costing you much, 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 much more. So true. So is that worth it? Or you go do something maybe you wait and you save for it and you make that a priority. I really want them to be financially yes. like literate. But they are watching and they're, yes. they're watching because we have a truck. It's really, really old. It's dented on both sides and we are saving to pay cash for a truck. Yeah. And they know every single month that we've been talking about it. It's like, it's a conversation. Yeah. My oldest is, she's hearing that. Like you have to earn the toy. Yes. Like daddy has to yes. earn the truck. Yes. Because there's freedom in that. But it's yes. so hard. It is oh, so gosh. hard. And, and then now- there's the whole like, what it looks like on the outside, but in the inside, it runs well. Yes. And you're like, there's all these lessons, yes. but man, it's not fun. No, it's not. But I think if you're the type of person that um, 
is living financially sound. Mm -hmm. You may not have what it looks like on the outside. You may not have all this stuff and you look at other people and you're like, I don't know, how do they have that house? Or how did they go yeah, there? Yeah, we're always like, what are we doing wrong? <laughs> you're doing it right. If you're doing things differently, then you're probably doing it right. Mm. And that's actually a really, in, in my opinion, something that I tend to just naturally go with that. Really? Like things that are super trendy, mm -hmm. I, for whatever reason, I automatically, am, I'm totally uh, like unattracted to it or Wow, that's whatever. a good quality. Um, my brain just operates that way. So then, okay, where can I make that up? And you don't need to go down to the penny. I can tell you have a lot of fun with this. Like, Oh, I do. I love just, it. I love it. And I can like picture it in my brain. Really? And, like, How? Oh it's, my gosh. And not everybody operates that way. So right. it can be, and I totally understand that. That's why having someone like me that can help you figure it out and then hopefully make it as simple as possible when it's on paper or in a... You know, some people like, I think there's, um, there's a number of apps that you can do this too. If people like apps that, yeah. you know, you can have it all loaded in from your bank accounts and stuff like that. And it makes it super easy that way too. Right. Um, it just depends where all of our brains work differently. You right. Know? So the main thing is try not to compare yourself okay. and your situation to other people because who knows what there's, I would rather not be like living large versus living large and having $60,000 in credit card debt. That's so true. Is that, that common? Like yeah. what is the average? So I actually looked it up yeah. recently because I was curious and they tried to say it was only like $8,000. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's what it said like nationally. I don't buy that for a minute. Um, wow. That because, gives me anxiety just yeah, thinking no, like a like, lot. And some people it's it's necessary. They're in a, you know, especially with COVID. Especially like, right now. It's it, And even if you're in a lot of debt, it's not because you're a bad person or whatever. Like but it's changing your mindset so that, and that's one of the key things too is that I work with people is, I call it a debt elimination plan, not like debt consolidation. I don't really mm -hmm. buy into all of that. Yeah. Is, are you more about like the snowballs, like the little yes. wins? You are. Yeah. Well, yes. And getting it started and getting something paid off first because okay. again, it's all mental. Mm -hmm. You get a lower credit card paid off um, first, feels great. Right. That's one less stress on you or whatever. Um then you can use that money towards the next one. Right. Um, because you pay, I think we all know, you pay your minimums on your credit cards, mm -hmm. you're going to be in debt forever. Right. And it's intended to be that way. That's so crazy. Because the banks are making so much money off of us. That's not the minimum amount or whatever. Credit cards are not intended for the consumer to make out on the you know positive side. It's just oh. not. Um, and I think we all know that. Sometimes they're absolutely necessary if I have to use them, I will. And they're there in case of an emergency, like if, God forbid, my husband loses his job or something right, like that. And that's right. happened obviously a ton this year, this past year. So, um, or if somebody gets sick or, you know, there's certain circumstances, um, you know, but somebody, I had a client that, you know, hey, I'm thinking of quitting my job and doing this, something else on the side or creating something else. Can I do it? And so we had to sit down and look and say, can you actually physically not have your income for X amount of time or whatever. And what right. do we think you're going to make starting when? Like, and sitting down and really looking at it so they can make some big life choices, you know? Right. Um, because yeah, if you so don't look what, at it, you don't know. What do people do right now? Okay, so COVID hit. People are like reprioritizing their life. Maybe they have a new calling. Maybe they just realized that job was giving me, like I had no joy. Right. It was sucking the life out of me. How do you make that choice between doing something to pay all the bills and to cover everything versus like that thing that maybe gives to the world. It's really, it takes some soul searching. And what mm -hmm. is the most important 
thing for you and your husband, your family unit. And again, it's going to be different than what it what's most important to my family and other people's families. So first, knowing that we need to just look internally in our home and mm-hmm. say, what do we want? What mm-hmm. do we want moving forward? What's going to make you the most fulfilled? Um, what's going to make your husband the most fulfilled? Life's, life's hard. So might as well do things that make you the happiest. And what's going to be make the most impact on those around you? Right. But first, you got to look at yourself. Money is super important, obviously, but I don't think, I think there's bigger callings than money. I get true enjoyment in seeing other people feeling freer about their finances or helping small business owners. I love helping small business owners because they're literally like the heroes of our economy. They are the right. ones that are, most people work for small businesses. Most so people. has your phone just been ringing off the hook? It <laughs> has, but at the same time, it's still, what's interesting is I'm able to kind of decide how much I can take on because I'm still a wife and a mom first, right, you know, right. and super busy with those kids. I think that finding, again, finding what truly makes you happy and finding a way to make it happen. Now, a lot of people require two incomes or one and a half incomes or whatever. Not everyone in the household can just quit and then go right. do whatever they want to do. Like, that's just not realistic. So finding ways to maybe start something on the side or maybe... Um, in your circumstance, you don't go back full time. You go, you find something part time. Right. So you're, there's still a little bit of more freedom with money because you're still making some. But then you can really start investigating what you want personally, too, and have a little bit more time. I mean, if you're working full time, there's very little time to really soul search and think right, about what right. you really want because you've got kids already that you're taking care of and stuff. So it's really like figuring, sitting down, A, and looking at the realistic picture so there's freedom in the money, but it's it's really just meant to help you stay on track throughout the month so that you're not spending $600 on the Easter Bunny and then going, whoa, what what happened? Right, you know? right. Um, and really just sitting down and going through it, it really, it, it turns out to be a really freeing experience because then you can say, this is where it's going. Now I get Do it. Do you see the light bulb come yes. on for like, yes. the people you work yes. with? Yes. yes. And then creating a budget that actually addresses their actual financial situation. Like just saying, oh, I'm going to spend $1,200 on rent and I'm going to spend $200 on groceries right. and this and that. And then that's not even realistic. And it's literally like in their drawer all week or all month. Right. That does no good. Like that's not, nobody, that doesn't help. So you've been doing this for a while. It, it yeah. sounds like there's nothing you haven't seen. Like you've seen Not really. I mean, I'm sure there is somewhere. Um, I have seen all kinds of different types of businesses, which is super cool. And I really enjoy getting in and learning about different businesses because I don't fix air conditioners, but I've helped a business that does. Um, I've worked with realtors. I've worked in nonprofits, obviously municipalities, Mm. real estate, developers, like all kinds of different. um, And so I always am so interested in and I have to learn their business. So Do you? Yeah, I have to learn like the basics. If I'm going to be managing your finances every month for you, I need to understand really what you're doing. I need to understand your expenses and, you know, what's your, so we can budget, you know, forecast out a, month, a year, you know, all kinds of stuff. And so that I really enjoy too. And I just really, I was telling my friend this yesterday, I really, really enjoy people that are, it doesn't matter what they, what they do. If they do it well mm-hmm. and they have a passion for it, like, I think it's awesome. Like, I love athletes that are just – I was talking to my brother about some kid that won – I call him kid. He was 24, but still a kid <laughs> – that won the PGA Tour a couple of weeks ago was from Valencia High School. So, And oh, wow. I love hearing those stories. Like, 
anyone that's just truly passionate and loves what they do mm-hmm. and makes something out of it, whether it's a hobby, it's, you know, whatever. Right. So I really enjoy like people that have created a business out of whatever they do, how it works. And I love the behind the scenes and like I'm a detail person. Um, so I like kind of getting in there and, you know, figuring out when I worked for the city of Boston, I did like everything, the finances from parks and rec department to the library. I helped with their police and fire departments, public safety, like such a wide yeah, so variety. Yeah, you get to do so it's much. It's just, and they're all different and their requirements are all different, just like people's situations. Everybody's different, but the basic financial principles are the same. Right. So that can kind of translate to really any situation. What are like tactical takeaways that we can give listeners today so they can take away and they can start doing it right now? One, don't compare yourself. Ooh, okay. We, you know, yes, we're not doing beat that, that anymore. One to a, yes, yeah, beat that <laughs> one down because that will. I think what is that saying? Comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah, I think that's. Yeah, I might have butchered, butchered so true. that a little bit, but it's so true. And again, it's like, what do you, what do you want? Like, mm-hmm. and it's not like, oh, I want to earn this on this and this. It's like, hey, I just want to, you know, make sure that I have enough money in retirement. Right. Here's what retirement we've got going now. Here's our age. Like, we want to retire around this Yeah, and then you go back and you're like, wait. Yeah, exactly. I feel like, too, the more we kind of control our finances, the more we can give and help, too. No, that's so true. A lot of us are not willing to give because we feel like we don't have enough already. Well, maybe you cut out half of a Target trip and you can give to somebody or some some organization or whatever because that's incredibly important in our society, especially now. But that's incredibly fulfilling, too. You know, Mm -hmm. it's better to give than receive, that whole thing. Um, so it's, you know, don't compare soul search. Okay. Um, and then if you're, if you really feel like, okay, I want to, I need to act, I need to do something, Mm -hmm. sit down with somebody like me or sit down with your spouse or by yourself and literally print up the last maybe two to three months of your expenses. Okay. Um, and start highlighting in different colors. Like, okay, this is all the groceries. All the grocery bills are in orange. All of the dining out and entertainment stuff, which probably hasn't been a ton in LA right. lately, but yeah. you know, hey, we've saved a lot of money in that. Yes, but have. we're all like fixing up our houses. <laughs> yeah, I know, exactly. The Home Depot, Hobby Lobby, yeah, exactly, exactly. categories. Um, but investigate, sit down and figure out where you're spending your money. Okay. Where is it going? Um, so that even if you're not prepared to really make a full budget and change your whole lifestyle and all of that, it's pretty, it's a pretty important thing to know, like, where is your money going? You work hard for it. You're away right. from your family. You know, it's cutting into your TV time or whatever. Like work right. is, it's time consuming. You know, we're all so busy. You should f- at least feel, if you're not feeling like, hey, I'm I'm really succeeding in, at this work thing and this money thing, like yeah. I'm doing it. Maybe you could sit down and kind of just evaluate it a little bit more. Um that's what I've learned. I'm not good at that. I'm like, right. I don't want to see. I'm just an achiever, right. an Enneagram three. So I'm like, what's the goal? Right. The goal's debt free? Okay. Right. I'll check in with you every day. Like, are we there? Right. Where are we at now? Right. But to look every single day, I become the spouse that's like, well, why did you go buy the coffee? Right. Our goal is right. this. And so then it's right. like that hounding. So, so we've had to learn like. Right. And that's where well, it's important. Right. And that's where it's important to put whatever, like, you know, I literally like with spouses, I'll say like for, for my husband and I, there's a Kelly line mm. in uh, monthly. There's Kelly budget and there's a Mike budget. Nice. I can spend my, sometimes it's 50 bucks. Sometimes maybe it's a lot more depending on the month or whatever. Right. I can spend it however I want. I'm not accountable. I mean, within reason and like, you know, <laughs> right. but I'm going to go spend it maybe on Target on right. a new dress or whatever. Right. So in those, you need to have your own 
your own budget lines where, you know what? And you can so say there is a budget line for it. We can. get our own. You can make a budget line for anything. Nice. For okay. absolutely anything. And any household expense that's reoccurring should be in there. So the kids' clothes and whatever else household items don't need to come out of my budget. No, shocking. Right? I know, huh? Shocking. No, oh just God. because you spend it doesn't right? mean it's actually for you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, and like if you plan ahead, it's really just planning ahead a little bit. And it's not meant to punish you. It's not meant to scare you. It's not meant to, like, you have to kind of come to terms with your financial situation, whatever it is, and then move forward with it. And that's where you're going to find kind of the financial freedom and not worrying, you know, and you can have goals. And then as you're achieving them each month, it feels incredibly fulfilling, you know, whether it's being debt-free or saving or, you know, we're going to buy an RV. Right. You know, even though you're waiting for that RV, yep. every month that you're getting closer and closer is really fulfilling. For sure. Um, so do I need to do the highlighter thing before I come see you? or can No, we just if you're you? going to okay. come see me, Hold the me. way I do it is a free half an hour, 45 minute consultation with somebody okay. over, I mean, Zoom or phone now. Hey, what are, you, what are you looking for? What's your situation? See if you even like me, you trust me. I've managed to figure out a system that seems to be pretty complicated, but it's really not. Like it's it's pretty simple once you just sit down and think about it. So I'll talk to, you know, 30, 45 minutes and kind of just get a base, like, what are you looking for? What are you trying to achieve? And then if you want to proceed, then we'll meet or probably Zoom right now, depending on do you want this ongoing where I help manage it? Or do you just want to learn and figure out, learn how to do it, get me, get you guys set up, stay with you, work alongside you for a few months, and then you're on your own? Or do you want me to stay involved and help managing it every month? I'm happy to do it either way. It's funny because I've had my, I've owned my business since before my oldest was born and he's 11. So it's been a while. Um, yeah, and I and just, just got on presence. social media I'm with like, it. Um, I haven't really needed to or wanted to or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's good though. You've probably all had just referrals then. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's, I'm on Instagram and Facebook. Um, well, thanks for sitting down with me today. Thank you. Thanks for it. having me.